And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie along with Winter Lake in your calls. Winter, you believe in the afterlife, don't you? Yes. What do you think it is? Well, you know, as I said earlier, the lights go out here. They come on somewhere else. It's it's an infinite trail of life and death in the cycle. It's not necessarily of Earth. It's not necessarily terrestrial. But I've remote, remote viewed into death, and it fascinates me. Uh, I use a lot of the meditations which were invented by the Vril uh, during World War II. The Vril were a group that uh, borrowed a lot from uh, Leighton, who wrote a book called The Coming Race, and then uh, was bastardized by the Nazis. But this this technique, yes, it, it very much you can see and you can actually visualize what your next, next death cycle is. So I am a believer in the afterlife, and and it's not it's not just a black void. There's it's very instantaneous, and there's a lot of uh, near death experiences by people that can tell you things as well. So. What if, what would be the opposite of Lucifer? Jesus. The opposite of Lucifer, I really don't know. I don't know if any of it even exists in my space. Um, I don't think there is anything that is outside of that. I think it's one totality, one singular energy, uh, one singular dark matter. And it goes back to darkness all the time. Every time I look, it just goes back to that. So for me... There is no opposites. Um, there is no no end. It is just all one unified force, one unified consciousness, one one darkness. All right, let's take calls with the Winter Lake. Let's start with first-time caller Terry, truck driving in Florida. Welcome to the program. Hi, Terry. Hello, George. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you. All right. Um, yes, I'm a first-time caller, and Mr. Lake, I would like to ask a question on a, something real quick. I've got a void in me from being a confirmed Lutheran and going through the, that and, um, as far as my background, but I'm a big, big believer in everything that Coast to Coast covers. What I'm looking for is a reasonable um, outlet because I don't feel like I'm getting it from what's been pressed upon me all these years. It's never filled the void that I have in me, and I'm looking to fill that. Is this something that uh, would be possible? I mean, it is. I mean, you're tired of being beaten down. You're tired of societal woes. You're tired of the situation. I mean, you want to raise yourself, elevate your consciousness, elevate your spirituality. If you're looking for something that will escape the slave indoctrination, definitely Sanctum of the Morning Star or Satanic Practice is for you. Doesn't mean it's for everyone, but I think it's definitely for you because you're searching and you're looking, and it's not just some parlance parlor trick that's utilized by a lot of people. I'm not just saying that to say it. You know, I work in New Orleans quite a bit, and I do a lot of tarot cards there as well. And I meet a lot of people, but I can already tell that you're a person that is really genuinely seeking. So I would tell you, yes, this path is for you. Now, I have met others where I've said, no, this path is not for you. So, yes, reach out, explore it. You can contact me. We can get into it a little bit. 
lot to be awakened to. You talked about earlier the phraseology of Satan, Lucifer. Do you have a preference? No, it's interchangeable. It's it's all a word of the same uh, cosmicism, the same idea. Um, and I just give it a name because that's how we work as humans. You know, we need to have our categories. I'm even. It's hard to even put into speech what I'm comprehending because I see it instantaneously in my mind. So it's it's very incredible. Let's go to Elisa in Portland, Oregon. We're at, welcome to the show. Hi, Elisa. Hi, George. Hi, Winter. Um, how are you? Good. Doing Good. well. Um, I'm looking forward to talking to you, Winter. I'm going to have to talk off the air. I was wanting to know um, if you could help me with some, some negative heavy energies I seemed to pick up about eight years ago. And um, they are, they speak to me telepathically, which is why I don't seek help because I don't want to be labeled as crazy or, you know, fed drugs, you know, first, well, who knows what. But, um, are your demons, uh, are they telepathic with you? And what's the best way to just neutralize the That's situation? exactly what it is. Yes, you can reach me on my website and we can chat. Yeah, they, you're very much under attack. You can already see it. Who's doing the attacking with it, you know, there's someone attacking her. There's it's psychic projection. They use it to tear people down. It, it it has a quantified amount of time too. This this is at the end. Clearly, at the end, she is. So. You mean some human is attacking her? Some person? Well, it could even be done by a person that's even deceased. Somebody who did it and then is now gone, and but their projection is still gathering and ah, entanglements. It's got that kind so of clout. Causing this person to be torn down, George. Yep. Interesting. And now, what are the, some of the rituals that you will undertake to try to help her? It would be a banishment, and it would be in Greek. Yep. The banishment in Greek is the most powerful. And then I would go next level, it would be Egyptian. But I think we can handle this by the Greek banishment. And it is telepathic. A lot of this is on the unconscious level because we are in an unconscious space. You know, our unconsciousness is very much ruling our consciousness, you know, especially in the dream state. The Catholic Church is a staunch believer in exorcisms. They employ a number of priests who are exorcists. What do you think of those? They're practitioners, but they're only working in a certain form to drive out, to banish, and that's their form. They're practitioners, but they're, they're, they're using what they know to drive out certain other entities that have in, in integrated and invested themselves in, in other people. It's been going on for thousands of years since when even in the story, the biblical story of Jesus, when he drove out certain other entities and drove them into swine, you know, these things are real, and, you know, it's like something ancient made new, but it's not. It's, it's amazing how people are really finding this now when really it's just been a part of us. And I think they're waking up to it. And, yes, exorcism is real, and that aspect, if it's direct line, they're trying to rid someone of something, you know, because... Who wants to have a doppelganger inside them? Exactly. That's a whole other entity that's trying to rewrite your consciousness. Have you ever been possessed or feel like you have been? Yes. What happened? What happened? Can you tell us what Um, happened? 
what happened was something otherworldly. Um, you just know there is another entity coming hard. I was doing the real meditation I spoke of earlier that was invented by Sigrun Orsic and her sister, who they they mediumistically uh, they transcribe from the Aldebaran system uh, the uh, schematics for UFO and so on and so on. I was using this technique from there, and I was going to Aldebaran in my mind, and then suddenly something really powerful overtook me. And it was a battle, like you are in a battle for your own personal space. And finally, I beat it off and defeated it and banished it. But you know when there's something else there. Yeah, It's pinning you to the bed. You cannot move. You're half conscious. You're in a war. You don't know if you're going to survive. And a lot of people die. You know, a lot of people don't make it they do end up getting suffocated or whatever. Sure. I've always believed people who die in their sleep, that something like that could have happened to them. Very much so. It, it's absolutely, you don't just die in your sleep, man. It's got to be a totally horrific experience. You know, death in itself is terrifying for us. It's less terror when I put it in the perspective that our lights are going to come on somewhere else. But when it's being affected by something else, you're not sure. Because something else may have the power to devour your energy. It may have the power to extinguish you from existence. So you, you, don't, think, you don't think when you die, Winter, when that day comes, that Satan slash Lucifer will grab you, pull you down into fire and brimstone and say, I got you? I don't think so. I think it would have happened already. I think it would have happened years ago. I think it would have, uh, yeah, there's no, there's nothing grabbing. It's not in that. I think I escaped that through the study of quantum physics. I have no idea why, but I just don't believe in, I mean, there are entities, George, that are stronger than us. Oh, yeah. Throughout the universe, they're, they're not welcome to come to Earth. They're very awful, and they're experimenting, experimenting the same thing. Now, they have the power to drag people around, but not an actual satanic force that is, you know, waiting for me at the end. No. Next They're up. waiting for us right now, actually, George. I mean, there's a whole plethora. So. Don't let him get us, Winter. No, George. No. I mean, you've been on this channel so long. I mean, you have experienced thousands of individuals. I mean... I commend your efforts, and you're so powerful. I mean, willpower. East of the Rockies, Gary in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Hey, Gary, go ahead. Hi, George. Thanks for taking my call. Sure I want to wish you and all your your uh, co-hosts and staff a happy Thanksgiving and any happy holidays that come after that. Thank you. You too, Gary. Thank you. And uh, my question for your guest is, uh, over in, in Europe, they, they have a symbol called the Green Man. You don't hear about it that much anymore. What is your guest's interpretation of the Green Man? And I'll hang up. And thanks for taking my call, George. Were able to hear him, Winter? Yeah, he was discussing the Green Man. I've never heard of that before, have you? It's amazing. Yes, the Green Man is this revitalization entity that comes in from another dimension. And um, he has been around forever, 
Um, he comes in and he can revitalize our planet. Yeah, the green man. He's uh, he's worshipped in some druidic aspects. Uh, they have festivals in Denmark about him every year, once a year. Um, yeah, it, it's that's a really interesting uh, thing to explore. Uh, very, uh, very unique and interesting that he would know about it, and a lot of people don't. I have a vague understanding of what the Green Man is, but it is a revitalization and energy entity, in my opinion. One of our guests, Heidi Hollis, coined the phrase shadow people, hat man. Would you think these entities exist out there? Yes. The the shadow people are not to be messed with. They are very bad. They are the doppelgangers that release from the mirrors. I mean, they're in the mirrors of Agraphia. They come and they're the ones that can take possession. They They're just... Weird projections of ourselves or weird projections from other entities that have mirrored ourselves in our subconscious, and they can appear out of anywhere. They can walk out of a closet, come out of the floor. I mean, they're just weird, and they're dangerous. They they kill people. Let's go to Cornelius in Alexandria, Louisiana. Hello there, Cornelius. Hey there, George, in Winter Lake. Mr. Lake, they call me the God Guns and Gold Man, the Bible Bullets and Beans Man. And I'm glad you said you came to New Orleans where all that voodoo, hoodoo, and you do is all down there and everything, man. So my question for you, since um, I guess you don't believe in the Bible and stuff like that, and you seem like a nice fella and everything, and George knows me. I've been under satanic attack where Satan wanted me to kill myself, but I refuse to do it. I turn my life over to the Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. So my question for you, and George knows this and the audience does too, I was raped as a child and that led to some other things, and I've dealt with a whole lot of racism here in Louisiana. So my question for you, um, you serve the God of this world, and he's given you everything. But after you're... Um, pass over to the other side, you know, there's a heaven and hell. And you're getting your heaven right now. So you're getting everything you want. But when you go to hell, you if you read the Bible where um, that rich man went to hell and the poor fella went to heaven in Abraham's bosom, I don't think you want to go to hell. So God bless you, George. And I hope and pray Tommy's doing all right. And love that Donna Walker. You know, sir, it's interesting. You know, Louisiana is amazing. Have you explored the swamps at all? Yeah, he hung up. He hung up. Oh, he did? Yeah. Well, you know, it's amazing. You know, Louisiana is so interesting, but it sucks about the racism. I got no time for racism, okay? When you believe in aliens, racism goes out the door. You know, when you're thinking of green people or hating someone for the color of their skin, I got no time for that. You know, I really don't. But about the biblical sense, in answering his question off the air, I don't really believe in a hell or heaven, unfortunately. I just don't. I think there are dimensions in time, and I think space is too vast, and I think there's too much going on. I think these are something we're evolving from, and the biblical aspects 
are to be understood and seen as a doctrine, but there there's no book you should put your faith in. You don't want to put your book you don't want to put your faith in a person, a place, or a thing. You want to put your faith in yourself. So that's where I'm at with that. Stop attacking it. You seem to be able to stand your own ground. Have you ever been in a situation where somebody just attacked you for your views? Yes, I was attacked by three Islamists in L.A., yeah. And I handled it. I mean, it got handled. Ver- verbally or physically? Oh, it was physical attack, yeah. Oh, you got I've, had, I've had it, you know. And I, you know, it's not, I don't hate Islamic people. Oh, no, there's some it's, wonderful it's, people. It's, yeah, it's the belief system where they're been indoctrinated indoctrinated under this thing where anyone outside of their religion is an infidel that they can do anything with, that women are cattle, that they can burn a Christian in a cage, that they can throw gays off roofs and so on and so on. I have no interest in this. This is barbarism. That's hatred. I've had encounters. That is hatred indeed. It is. But that's not something I go around doing either. I don't go around hurting people. I could, but I don't. Before the break, let's talk about the book that came out in 21 called The I Luciferian. Tell me about that. Well, that was a very inspirational book. It was about, you know, evolving, coming more into the cosmic. That was coming into what was our future, which is now artificial intelligence. That is coming into a satanic singularity, further work with that where we merge with our machines, and by 2030, we're going to have a golden era, and so on. Um, I Luciferian is very much a philosophical book, as well as a ritualistic book, where you can do certain rituals and satanic rites on your own, as solitary, you don't have to be with anyone, and you will get, you know, many different aspects and many different, you know, rewards from it, in my opinion. So I Luciferian is a watershed book. I, I really, I grew in that. And it really, it, it took a lot to write. And these are, you know, very much magic books. So you've got to look at it like, okay, I'm reading a magic book. I'm not reading the novella of, you know, something <laughs> right. you know, Daniel Steele wrote, you know. Okay, Winter, we're going to take a short break and come back with final calls with you in just a moment right here on Coast to Coast AM. Winter Lake with us with your calls. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie back with Winter Lake, our final segment. Uh, Winter, do you ever pray? Have you ever prayed? Not to uh, deity per se. Uh, I don't really worship anything. I more connect with it on a unified level. Uh, more as a oneness. It would be more a Buddhistic uh, kind of thing where you're with the flow, you're with the energy of the earth and so on, and you're with the energy of the cosmos. And for me, that energy is satanic. Let's take final calls. Let's go to Noah in Spokane, Washington. Hey, Noah, go ahead. Hey, George, I just want to commend you for all the crazy stuff you deal with on the show. Uh, my name is actually Noah Ezekiel, so I uh-huh. Bible a little bit. But I wanted to tell your Satanist guest that that Satanism isn't actually a religion; that it's an anti-religion. It's only found in the Bible or Judaism, and 
it only exists because of Christianity, Catholicism, Judaism, and uh, and oh, shout out to Tom. All right, thank you very much. Go ahead. You want to react to that, Winter? Sure. I mean, it's it's not a reactionary thing at all. Um, evil is innate within human nature, uh, and what we had called it as a prehistoric man was Satan, or could be Shaitan, or as the ancient Islamic would have been Araman. But this this aspect of evil is where I'm at. That that we are it's it's actually even before the bible was ever written uh you have to look into the roman dialogues and and their civilization that lasted for quite some time and then even into uh darius uh i have a strong comprehension of what the darius had written and the egyptians about this in dealing with ancient set so we have to from my perspective i view that Satan or the evil force of Pazuzu or the demonic force of Belial or by a thousand names or whatever, it definitely has been with us since our inception. So whatever inceived us was of us. So whatever we were mirrored for, we were mirrored against. So as our reflection has been created, we were the created of that essence. We were the mere creation. So whatever created us is similar or exactly like us, and we are on an evolved path, especially through our satanic science, to reach that goal. And that's very much an alien aspect, and it's very much something that is, at this point in our history, is incomprehensible. But give us another hundred years. We're already way ahead of our time. Exponentially, I'm shocked. I mean, if you would have told me eight years ago that artificial intelligence became real by this timeline, I would have been blown away. But now it is real, and then artificial intelligence is already sinking past us, and then we're going to be marrying that into algorithms, and we're going to be marrying that into a quantum computing aspect. We're, we are going to be very much on our way to the satanic singularity way before my timeline of 2050. I think by 2035, we're going to be very much into a whole new human, human reality, so we got to hang on. But as you can see, I look at this scientifically. I don't look at it biblically. Good point. East of the Rockies, Peter's with us, truck driving in Missouri. Hi, Pete. Go ahead. Hello? Yeah. Hey. Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to ask uh, your guest about uh, if he knew of the book uh, Genuflex by uh, Tracy Twyman. Um, is that is that is Twyman affiliated with Boyd Rice? Is that is that Tracy? Um, I'm not sure about that, but uh, basically her research is about uh, Baphomet and um, like uh, the connection between Baphomet and the uh, Knights Templar. Okay, so we, so I'm not familiar with it, but I am familiar with Tracy. But I'm not familiar with her recent work or this work that you're mentioning. But I'm very much familiar with Baphomet. And yes, that is a very awesome power. That was something that the Templars took on, and it it cost them dearly uh, in that uh, in that whole exploration of that. But, yeah, that's uh, not something I'm familiar with. I haven't heard you use the word the devil, Winter. 
The devil. Well, it's the classic, you know, the the devil is in the closet, George. I mean, the devil is under the bed. The devil is in us. The devil is everywhere. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't use the term because it's just so, it's just silly. It's like, you know, it's like, it's ice in a bucket, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's powerful in some ways because it is a derivative of evil. I mean, what occurred is, is throughout our linguistic nature, the devil is, is, is you know, evil is in devil. So it, it became a, uh, uh, synoptic, uh, linguistic uh, aspect. But yes, devil is evil, and evil is real, and evil is live, and so on and so on. Let's go to Mike, Tombstone, Arizona, west of the Rockies. Hey, Mike, go ahead. Hey, George, how you doing this evening? God bless you, sir, Mr. Norrie. I've been trying to sit here listening, and I tell you what, the by gosh devil, he's sure's a long talker, long-winded guy, I tell you. Mr. Winner, how you doing this evening? Doing Okay. Okay, now what I was going to say is you guys, you know, really touch you you're being honest about all this. But see, the devil, his first trick is to convince you he don't exist. He, and if that don't work, he's out there to convince you that he's going to be your best friend, that he's got a way out of all this mess. That's, a good, that's well a good point. I'm with the devil. See, I've lived on this border down here in Arizona my whole life. I've seen him. Yeah, I bet you. He, he manifests himself in people, and we're having the devil's invasion down here. What do you think of that uh, possibility? The devil is trying well, to get you, know, you to believe he doesn't exist. Well, he does exist. The, the, the evil exists. The devil does exist. It's cosmic. It's terrestrial. It's everywhere. It's in us. We are inherently evil. And yes, down by the border, that needs to be all done away with. And we just need to make Mexico a part of the United States. That's what General Lee wanted back in the Spanish-Mexican War, and that should have been handled. He even said it would be in a failed state if he didn't take it over. He got everything else. He got California, Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, and then he took over Mexico. But for some reason, the elders at the time gave it back. But, for some, you know, I just thought I'd hand, you know, because he did mention that they were being overrun by illegals. What a big state it would be, huh? Well, you make trillion dollars. I mean, there's trillions there. It's a beautiful place. It's emptied out. I've been there a lot. It's extremely dangerous. The Zone Silencio's there, all those beautiful temples. We could farm it. America would be amazing. I mean, we should just take over the entire the entire continent. Not take over, just run a run a, you know, of an election. Did the people want to be in America anyway? We should just make it all America. They do want to be here. In the future, it probably will be. Let's go to Tim in Carson City, Nevada. Hey, Timmy, go ahead. Good morning. Good evening, George. Yeah, very provocative show this evening. Oh, yes. Yeah, um, I'd like to ask your guests uh, about a couple of conspiracies going on. Um, But I have to tell you that Pink Floyd song, Learning to Fly, um, <laughs> reminded Great me song. back in 1989 to 93, I was crab fishing on the Bering Sea, and my wife in Tacoma would record Coast to Coast on the radio on a cassette. I love it. And send, send it to me out in the middle of the ocean, and I would listen to it while I would work out on the ocean. And, and I listened to that song the day I left the Bering Sea for the last time. It's really cool. Thank there, you for playing that. There you Very go. Cool. 
Hey, Mr. Winter, um, I'd like to get your knowledge and opinion on um, the adrenochrome conspiracy where they're talking about child trafficking and using their blood for like the Hollywood New World Order Illuminati elites. Well, these Maybe your thoughts on the conspiracy of uh, Satanism and the history of the Vatican. Some of those things do yeah. happen, Winter. Go ahead. They do. Adrenochrome is the fear mechanism. I hate that. I hate anything to do with this. It's real, though. There are idiots that have a lot of money and they're experimenting with this stuff. They, it's, it's not, people say it's all Hollywood or it's elitist. It, well, it, it's people that just have a lot of money and they're doing some really horrible things. What's wrong with them? People, I don't know, but their people are disappearing. People are vanishing. People are being abducted. Children are being abducted. I'm not going to sit here and be one of these deniers and say, oh, no, the world is such a good place. If this doesn't happen. It absolutely is happening. They're trying to get this adrenochrome because they think it's some elixir of youth and nonsense, and it's not. We just, you just need to wait. And like what Kurzweil says, just give it time and the exponential theorem of our dimensional theory, and as we evolve, we'll be able through nanocellular technology, be able to rejuvenate ourselves and, and cleanse ourselves of cancer and a lot of other horrible things and afflictions that happen. But there are idiots. There are these rich weirdos that are spending a lot of money thinking they're going to, you know, live on the hive and find this eternal elixir of youth through adrenochrome. And uh, they're doing a lot of horrible things to get it. And and that's pure evil, Winter. That's pure evil because it's ultimate selfishness. It's ultimate, like, you know, but they can do whatever they want. They have a lot of money. I'm not going to mention names. I have some theories. I have some things that I've, you know, and people have talked to me, you know, and they've said some things. I don't explore any of that. That's not where I'm at. I am grassroots occultist philosopher Luciferian. I'm into explore all things that take me there into that. I'm not interested in enslaving people. I'm not interested in, in terrifying small children in order to drain them of adrenochrome. But these conspiracies are real. I mean, there are there is something going on because the, just the numbers of who's vanishing and where did they go. You know, it's spooky. Do you sell your tarot cards to people? I do. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're being sold on Amazon. You can buy a full deck. I also give readings throughout the country, throughout the world. I read a lot in New Orleans, as I said. So I do readings all the time. I'm very much into tarot cards. And, um, and you take appointments with people? I notice some people want to email you and... Uh chat with you please email me i'm at wolfloki at yahoo.com or find me on my website i'll give you readings and they're very accurate there's no charlatanism here 90 percent of this game i'll be honest is charlatanism because there's just people that don't know what they're doing and they're just trying to take your money but yes i i love tarot you know that's why i've introduced so many and i'm working on many others you know one of our tarot guys art rosengarden I've heard his name. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he comes on every once in a while with the traditional tarot deck. And uh, mm-hmm. 
assumed that Ryder Waite. Loves him. Just loves him. I love him. And, you know, they, they have a long history. I mean, the tarot in itself, you know, is is amazing from where the Italian took it up from the Egyptian. is really weird how they ended up handling that and then making the formal cards in Italy, of all places, and then make, creating the Rider Waite in itself was uh, a feat unto itself. And there's been many other just spectacular things around it that have occurred in premonitions. When Tomb of the Infinite Darkness comes out, come back again, would you? Absolutely, George, and thank you so much for having me. Let's not let eight years go by this time, Winter. I know, right? Eight years. My, it's amazing. You know how I'm much shocked. You know how many things have changed in eight years? They're in these past eight, especially. So we're on a timeline that is totally moving beyond what we even thought. Because I was thinking way into 2050 when we talked eight years ago. Now I'm talking by 2032. Exactly. Winter, again, thank you for being on the program. Do keep in touch with us. For Dan Galanti, Donna Walker, Tom Danheiser, Lisa Lyon, Lex Lonehood, Sean Latasseur, Jeremy Wells, Stephanie Smith, Chris Boros, Tim Benall, George Knapp, and Ian Punnett, I'm George Norrie, somewhere out there on Coast to Coast AM. We'll see you on our next edition. Until then, be safe, everyone.